It's Meteorological Monday. Monday. Weather, weather, whether you like it or not. Wow, who turned the thermostat down? Who turned off the furnace? Wow, is all I can say. It's Monday. Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather, science, earth science, and a whole lot more. I'm your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bornier. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 311. And it is Monday, March 28, 2022. We're in the home stretch of this month, about ready to flip our calendars over. That is, whoever has calendars. I'm a big fan of calendars. I like calendars. Now, I don't have one in the refrigerator like we used to always have, but still, there's something about a calendar that I, I just like. And we're about to see a brand new month on Friday. And it's April Fool's Day, but we will not be fooling anyone. And we'll see if March goes out like the same kind of lion we woke up to this morning here in the Ohio Valley. Talk about winter making a comeback. Sunday's high temperature at Cleveland Hopkins Airport, 30. And the normal is 51. So we're getting to the time of year where if we stay under freezing, uh, that would be somewhat unusual without much doubt. Now, the minimum low temperature was 24 degrees, and that's also off by quite a bit. But the record low was 12 degrees. That was said back in 1982. And the record low for today, Monday, March the 28th, is nine. So we're nowhere near the record cold territory. Some of the wind chills certainly got that low, but uh, we're still quite a bit away from the record low temperature territory. Just to give you a little perspective. Now, I think what accents the worst part about the cool down this past weekend is the fact that we did have three days consecutive in March where the temperature went up to 70. 71 and 73 respectively and everybody thought that's it winter is over and you can put away the snow shovels you can put away the winter weather arsenal you can put away the long johns and of course we're in march and this is a quirky month with ups and downs that we can really uh, see very very evidently in this month it is the month the number one month of the wildest temperature swings in a 24-hour period and also a 48-hour period. And number two, the month in which that occurs most frequently in the number two spot is April. So we're in that season where we can see some wild temperature swings. And trust me when I say that um, as the interim pastor 
of New Promise Church in Kirtland right now, uh, getting up to the pulpit, I diffused the situation and added some comic relief by saying, okay, folks, I know you've got rotten tomatoes, eggs, and what have you ready to throw my way, so let's get this over with. Go ahead and toss them my way. I'm ready. I should have gone out there with a catcher's mitt to give it that uh, statement a little more impact, uh, but uh, I did not. I thought of that just a little too late, and I don't have a catcher's mitt. Um, no, and I really, um, we, we were more soccer players out on the deck than anything else, so I don't think we have a catcher's mitt anywhere, uh, and Noah never really got into um Baseball And Noah, for those of you that are tuning in and wondering who Noah is, uh, he is our 25-year-old son, a graduate from Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia, with a degree in mechanical engineering. And he is a phenomenal, phenomenal mechanical engineer. More importantly, though, he is a dedicated believer, worshiper of the Lord Jesus and we're so proud of him and watching him worship corporately whenever we go to church together is truly amazing. It's a, It does a father's heart a lot of good. Okay, well, when we come back, we're going to take care of some more weather items on this Meteorological Monday. Yes, we are going to see a big temperature turnaround going into this week. Uh, again, this is the month where we see that kind of thing. A lot of quick ups and downs. This is the month, the number one month, and of course, April is the number two month as well. When we come back, we'll check out what to anticipate this week. We'll also look at some interesting meteorological data and a few personal items, all when we come back. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's Monday and before I dig into some weather type things, I do want to mention something. For those of you that live in Geauga County, especially near Chesterland and Russell Township and Kirtland and that area, there is a spaghetti dinner fundraiser for Father Charles Works. He is the administrator and pastor extraordinaire of the Most Holy Trinity Parish, which is immediately to the east of the corner of Mayfield Road and 306. And uh, Father Charles contacted COVID in 2021, and uh, he really became uh, quite ill, in fact, to the point where we almost lost him. So it was a very, very slow recovery for Charles' works, and uh, the rehabilitation bills have been absolutely extraordinary and uh, overwhelming. And so the purveyor of Rise and Dine Restaurant, that's a place that my son and I go to often, especially on Saturday mornings. If you ever want to catch up with us, you can usually catch us there mid to late morning grabbing breakfast. And uh, the gentleman who owns Rise and Dine said, let's do a fundraiser. They typically are closed on Tuesdays, but coming up this Tuesday, they are going to be open from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. And they will be selling a penny pasta with meatballs dinner. If you want the meatballs, it's $15. If you just want the penny pasta with sauce, it's $12. Uh, 
and 100% of the proceeds received from that dinner this coming Tuesday, that'll be tomorrow, March the 29th, 100% will be going to help ease the medical load to Father Charles Works, uh, Most Holy Trinity Parish, and uh, that, again, is uh, in Chesterland. So if you're in the area, please uh, stop by or even go grab some takeout for the dinner or the meal for tomorrow night. Uh, That will certainly be a huge help. We'll be doing our part. And guess what we're having for dinner tomorrow night? Penny pasta with meatballs, of course. All right, it's Monday. Let's get into some of the meteorological oddities that have taken our attention over the course of the last several days from the weekend right through this morning. And the first thing I want to mention is a really, really wound up storm just off the west coast of California. If you go to weatherjazz.com and look up episode number 311, and of course, if it is today's episode, as a for instance, it always shows up at the top. The most recent episodes always show up first, followed by the ones behind it. Okay, you will see on the post, number 311, that wound up system just off the West Coast and nature from a satellite's perspective, truly can be mesmerizing. Now, I still remember in the 1960s and 70s when satellite weather first became a thing, when the first satellite uh, images started coming down from the GOES weather satellites. I was talking with Dale Bryan, with whom I worked at the Weather Channel. And as a kid in the 1960s and 70s, I remember watching Dale on a program called Aviation Weather on PBS. And so to actually work with someone that I used to watch on national television on PBS was very, very cool. He told a story of the very first images that came down from the very first GOES weather satellite they were in a room and they were watching a black and white monitor back then it was all black and white cameras on the satellites and the resolution well according to today's standards certainly was very low res but it was the first image that was coming from space looking at clouds and infrared too which was relatively new technology at the time Somebody just happened to catch a glimpse of the monitor and pointed to the monitor and looked at Dale and said, wow, what's that? Pointing to a feature on the satellite. And Dale just looked at him and said, we don't know. This is the first time we've ever seen anything quite like this, too. So it was a learning process, a learning curve. But of course, nowadays we have color cameras and super high-resolution satellite images that come down, and very frequent images, for that matter, because the old satellite goes one, uh, it was once an hour, once every few hours. Now we can go into rapid scan mode with these super high-resolution satellite images and get really high-quality images once a minute, once every two minutes, once every five minutes. And the whole globe once every five to ten minutes. So really, we've seen market improvements. And so it goes without saying that 
what we're seeing now is truly phenomenal, amazing. When you have a moment, if you're listening to this when you're on the road, go to weatherjazz.com, episode number 311, and check out the satellite loop that I posted. And you'll see what looks like, and I often call it a giant cinnamon danish in the sky because it looks like a cinnamon swirl a cinnamon bun and it makes me hungry every time i see something like that what we're looking at is a super wound up low pressure system which is occluded there are three types of fronts warm fronts cold fronts and occluded fronts that's where the cold front catches up to the warm front pinches off the warm air and sends it aloft And so we have this occluded front with a wound-up low-pressure system that essentially tells all of the winds aloft around it, go in another direction. It becomes a cutoff low-pressure system. So you'll see what I'm talking about. It's simply stunning as far as the satellite goes. Obviously, the weather anywhere near it is pretty wild, especially if you're anywhere in and around this low-pressure system in the Pacific Ocean, if it were in the Atlantic, same deal. Even if it were in the middle of the U.S., the weather would still be pretty wild in and around this low-pressure system. So go check it out. It is simply, simply stunning. Okay, let's talk about wind chills because this morning wind chill temperatures were very, very low. I'm looking at a map that was posted by my friend Mike Saika. Mike was a good friend from... High school days, we lived near each other, and in addition to that, we were um, college roommates. He ended up in Buffalo and has been there for over 40 years, and he is their morning meteorologist at WIVB-TV Channel 4, the CBS affiliate. And this morning, he posted a wind chill map that caught my attention. I'll let you see it. We have a number of them below zero this morning. Uh, Mount Jewett in Pennsylvania was four below this morning. And we have Warsaw, New York, two below. And in Springville, right near Buffalo, one. A very lonely number. Jamestown, New York, in and around the Lake Chautauqua area, four below this morning. I'll post that map that was posted on Twitter on weatherjazz.com. And one more bit of weather news before we wrap things up on this Meteorological Monday. We want to take a look at last weekend's severe weather coverage superimposed with a system that will be giving almost the same area a chance for severe weather. I saw a map that was posted thanks to Jim Cantori, who incidentally is a graduate of Linden State College in Northeast Vermont, my alma mater. And the map will show some similarities between the system that we had last week moving across the south-central states, southeastern states, and even the Ohio Valley. And this week's system, the only difference is that this week it does not appear as though the Ohio Valley comes into the equation like it did last week. And uh, that's definitely a good thing in terms of uh, those of us that have to work in the Ohio Valley. It means uh, maybe a less busy week. Not necessarily, though, in the eclectic mode. What do I mean by that? Well, we are really cold right now. And as the next weather system, a warm front, lifts north on Wednesday, Tuesday night and Wednesday, we're going to see mixed precipitation in the form of rain, sleet, snow, maybe a wintry, messy mix of everything. 
on Tuesday night and Wednesday morning when we wake up. Yet, by Wednesday afternoon, we should be in the mid-60s. So we'll go from potentially seeing snow on Wednesday morning to the chance that we're going to jump up 30 or more degrees into the 60s on Wednesday afternoon. See what I mean when I talk about the eclectic nature of March and April? And so it goes. So what's coming up for Science Wednesday? We will continue our tour of the immediate solar system, our very own backyard in terms of astronomy. And we're going to stop to examine two of the four Galilean satellites. Those are the four big moons of Jupiter. Jupiter has a lot of moons. However, four of them are easily seen with a pair of binoculars. And each of the four, very interesting in and of itself. So rather than look at all four all at once, I'm going to take two of them and then we'll do the other two next Wednesday. And as we wrap up on this Meteorological Monday, some of you have been asking, where am I on social media? Well, I do a lot of what is called trolling on Twitter. There's a lot of meteorological data that I can glean from Twitter. Uh, However, I'm not active on Twitter, except every once in a while I'll post something because I do have over 10,000 followers on Twitter But uh, not particularly active on Twitter anymore or Facebook, although there too I will post some things and put them in public mode so that anybody can grab a hold of it. But that is relatively seldom. So where am I these days? I'm actually on Truth Social. It's the brand new social platform and it's slowly, slowly getting rolled out. I'm putting more and more there uh, on a much more regular basis. And it's taken a while, a long while, for people to get their accounts up and running. And the reason being, from what I understand, is that the administrators don't want any bots. In other words, they want every account to belong to a real person. And that's not the case with a lot of other social media platforms that are inundated with information and things that, truthfully, I just have no interest in seeing whatsoever. So that's why I have moved over to Truth Social, and I would like to hear from you, especially if you have an active Truth Social account. What would you like to see me post? What kind of data? What kind of weather information? What are the things that you would like to see me post there? And how often kind of a thing? Now, granted, not everybody has a Truth Social account just yet, but that will increase with time, I'm sure. And it's my hope that bots can be a thing of the past. We'll see. Only time will tell, right? So I thought I'd let you know that's where I'm active. And let me know what you would like to see me post. Hope you enjoyed today's episode right here on Weather Jazz. If by chance you have a question or a topic suggestion, I welcome your input. You can easily reach me a couple of ways, actually more than two now. But my favorite way is always using the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line. It's 234-525-5888. Leave me a message and leave me your topic, suggestion, question, or even just to say hello. Or drop me an email, weatherjazz at yahoo.com. And now also on Truth Social, my handle, just like it was on Twitter, at 
Andre Bernier, A-N-D-R-E-B-E-R-N-I-E-R. Make sure your spacesuit is all ironed and cleaned and on and ready to blast off for a Wednesday science edition of Weather Jazz. We'll see you then. Weather and science across the globe. Jazz Pop!